0: Learn more at marines.com. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you Nebraska baseball. Catch our live coverage as the Huskers meet the Indiana Hoosiers on the Diamond at Hawksfield at Haymarket Park in Lincoln. Watch Friday, May 10th at 6 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. Herd at Sports presents the Damon Benning Show with Ravi Lula.
1: Welcome back as we wrap, wrap up our number two here on Herd at Sports Radio. I'm Ravi Lula. That's Kenna Bellinghausen. We are joined now by our dear friend, Marty Cordero. You know him from the Omaha Storm Chasers, from Union Omaha. Marty, how are you this morning?
0: Ravi, good morning. How you doing? Oh, we're
1: doing terrific. Excited. Both of us will be out at Warner Park tonight, so we are we're getting jazzed up and ready to go, man.
0: Yeah, it sounds great. Hello, Anna. How are you?
1: Good, Marty. Excited to come out and see a Union Omaha match finally this season.
0: Well, you know, it's been quite the run for the club. Eleven uh, game unbeaten streak. Uh, obviously, our ten game win streak ended last week when we uh, tied at North Carolina but the team is, is right there destiny is in our hands we win the final three uh, you know we'll we'll, we'll hold the top seed again for the second time in four years and uh, Dominic Castellano really has this team playing well and uh, tonight our final home regular season match 630 kick and you know it's, uh, it's going to be a great night the sun's out the rain came in a day early and tonight's going to be a fantastic night at Warner Park
1: yeah so Marty as you mentioned Uh, your destiny firmly in your hands you're just one point out of first place in USL uh, one standings behind uh, North Carolina and Northern Colorado Um, how big I mean this win streak has really catapulted you into uh, this really unique opportunity how's it been to just kind of watch match by match as you've put your been able to put yourselves in this position
0: Yeah, you know, with the new system, uh, new head coach, half the team being new, we knew early in the year it was going to be a little bit of a a learning process, growing process. Mm -hmm. And once the squad got past April-May, we could see some things starting to click. And, you know, I'm I'm not engaged on the soccer technical side uh, on a day-by-day basis. uh, But uh, our GM, Peter Marlette, uh, Dominic Cassiato, head coach, and his assistants, uh, Kevin and Ladule really have done a great job of, of finding players that would fit the system. And it just took, it just took a little time, uh, you know, for, for everything to come together. And it has been awesome, you know, watching, watching the progression. And, and I've said this uh, in other interviews, I think not having a deep run in the U.S. Open Cup mm-hmm. actually helped us uh, because it, it allowed the team to focus on the regular season table and the regular season matches. And while it was fun last year, uh, going deep, uh, we also ran out of gas uh, in the USL League One side. So uh, I- I'm excited about tonight, final two uh, road matches, and then playoffs, which we will host at home on either Saturday the 21st or Saturday the 28th here in a couple weeks.
1: I mean, for this team and just in general how young this organization is, how impressive is it for you, Marty, just to watch it all come to fruition and have a first-year head coach being able to implement these players and new coaching staff members and still having a great team and getting to the playoffs, getting to where you want to be? How impressive is that for you to watch?
0: Anna, it's impressive. You know, I don't want to dismiss the, the question, but you know, Gary Green, our ownership, uh, and myself as club president, our expectation is, is for us to execute on and off the field. So whether it's selling tickets, uh, whether it's on either sport, baseball or soccer, uh, and in this case, it's soccer, or whether it's winning on the field, you know, we give uh, you know, our coaching staff and, and our, our soccer technical the tools uh, to be the top squad in League One each year. Not going to happen every year, but it's our expectation. It's our expectation to be at the top and, and compete for a championship each year. Uh, you know, it's unrealistic to think we're going to win every year, but to compete, yes. And, you know, it's it's no different from, from what we do on the baseball side.
1: Uh, Marty, from a – as we kind of wrap up, as you mentioned, the final regular season home game tonight at Warner Park – Um, I guess just overall, how has this season gone for you with Union Omaha in terms of uh, fan engagement and attendance? Anna and I were talking a little bit earlier about how uh, the Union Omaha fans are kind of a different breed. How has that gone from your side of things?
0: You know, it continues to grow. Uh, This year started slowly, quite honestly. We had our first two matches at UNO, uh, and generally when we play off pitch uh, from away from Warner Park, The attendance is different Uh, Mm -hmm. it's not as high it's a different atmosphere uh and and no warner park is not a soccer specific facility (laughs) but it is it is our home facility and our team is built uh for the size pitch that we have it's built for the turf it's built for what we do at warner park uh just like you know when we are able to in the future uh have a soccer specific facility our team will be built a little different at that time so it started slow off the field but as the season has gone on Uh, you know, we've had some, some great walk-up crowds. We've had crowds in the four thousands and, you know, we're anticipating not only a good crowd tonight, with the sun being out, but also come October, we're really excited to to have the fans come out to Warner park and support this owl squad.
1: So I think I need to pose the biggest question of the show so far. It's the return of the hoot juice for fan appreciation night. One of the greatest drinks over at Warner park, where was inspiration for this?
0: Uh, you know, I wish I could take some credit for the for <laughs> juice, but uh, you know, we we challenge our our food and beverage partner, Oakview Group. And a couple of years ago, Ryan Slane, who who was our long term general manager, who uh, who moved on to to other things with Oakview Group, but they came up with this Volt Color adult juice pouch that hangs around your neck and. Uh, we, we have been bombarded with where the heck is Hoop Juice <laughs> this year. So Hoop Juice <laughs> is back tonight uh, on the same night that we will do our first ever premium giveaway. So the first 1,000 fans, courtesy of Nebraska State Soccer Association, will get a Rashid Nuhu bobblehead. So if you want a Rasheed Nuhu bobblehead, first 1,000 fans, gates open at 530 tonight. But, yeah, I think once the bobbleheads are given away, and once people set set in for 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 kickoff, hoot juice I think will be uh, the beverage of choice tonight, Anna. Great question.
1: Well, I think it's going to be the beverage of choice for me for sure. <laughs> I'm going recreationally, not for work. So <laughs> I can't have any, unfortunately. Tonight. I was going to say, Anna's working. I'm just there for the vibes. <laughs> I'm going to get me some hoot juice. Um, <laughs> Marty, I, I want to shift uh, focus a little bit here for a second. Um, I know the Storm Chasers recently wrapped up uh, their season and uh, were done with their homestand a little bit ago. Um, but just curious how uh, the Storm Chasers did this year in terms of uh, how you've continued to try and grow that brand as well.
0: Yeah, you know, this is our first growth year since COVID. You know, with 21, we were just, just trying to get back to playing. Uh, and and it was a weird year because we started late. Uh, we had restrictions, mask restrictions, capacity restrictions that were sent down uh, from uh, New York. Uh, things that we really had, were handcuffed pretty much most of that season. Mm-hmm. Last year was our was a year to get back to normal. And this year we grew. Our group sales came back. We set an all-time high uh, sponsorship record. Uh, season tickets sold were in the top three since we've been at Warner Park. And we saw in-park uh, attendance growth uh, that we haven't had really since 2018. So a lot, of, a lot of positives. And, you know, you say all that in spite of the challenges that we had on the field. Uh, it was a really tough year mm-hmm. uh, the, for the Royals in Kansas City, which translates to a lot of transactions and not a lot of stability with a roster. So Mike Gershley did uh, what he could this year. Uh, the team, I tell you, I really applaud them. They were competitive down the stretch. Uh, e- even being shorthanded on some nights, uh, simply because of the continued roster moves, but we're optimistic. You know, if you look at the Royals at the end of the year, they won ten out of eleven at one point. They ended up finishing the year winning twelve of sixteen, and you know we're we're we're, we're optimistic that that's the squad that's going to be competitive next year, which will hopefully allow from st- for some stability here in Omaha. But you know, it's been a great partnership with the Royals mm-hmm. fifty you know five seasons since nineteen sixty nine, and you know we're looking for forward to season 56 that will kick off in unusual fashion when we first play regular season baseball in March for the first time ever. Uh, so that, that should be very interesting uh, next year.
1: Marty, uh, Anna was telling me about this photo of you at Rosenblatt Stadium on as the stadium was closing. I didn't realize that you had been involved with the team so long. I thought you were too young for that.
0: Well, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, maybe I hide that with my boyish look, but no, I've I been, been here 17 years. First four years of uh, my my stay, our family stay here, was uh, the last four years of Rosenblatt. So I was very fortunate to be a part of that, uh, not only shutting it down, but uh, being able to help create the future or, or guide the path forward for Warner Park. And, you know, um, yeah, it was a great, great time of, of, of trying to figure out where the franchise was going to go and then negotiating with Sarpy County amongst other municipalities, ultimately locating, you know, uh, where we are at uh, highway 360, excuse me, highway 370 and, and, and 120th street. So, you know, we're, we're fortunate to have landed where we are, but that photo she's talking about was taken by our good friend, Brad Williams, who takes so many great Mm -hmm. Omaha skyline shots, and sports shots. And he just happened to catch me. uh, (laughs) Yes. Uh, on the bricks uh, in the at, at the entryway at, at Rosenblatt, and you know that was the culmination of a lot because uh, we knew what was happening. The facility was being built at Warner Park, but it was incumbent upon us since we were the last baseball played there, mm-hmm. and because we were the first baseball played there. Rosenblatt was built for professional baseball, not for the College World Series. So mm-hmm. we felt it very important in 2010 to make sure we closed down Rosenblatt the right way from a baseball perspective and. You know, our partnership with the city of Omaha specifically, uh, Jesse Cuevas uh, and and his grounds crew and Susan Buskell and our operations staff were very important. And, you know, we ended up digging up home plate, sending it to Cooperstown and some other artifacts, you know, from that last game. Uh, And at that time, it was the only it was the only items from a minor league stadium that were in Cooperstown. And and they remain there. So, yeah, that was that was a pretty special year. And that photo was uh, indicative of that year
1: as well. Well, Marty, we appreciate all that you do—not just for us, but for professional sports here in Omaha and in the uh, metro area. Are there any tickets remaining for tonight? Can people get out there if they want to still?
0: Yeah, go to unionomaha.com. That's unionomaha.com. You can purchase there, and then the ticket office will open this morning about 10 a.m. and that's 402. 738-5100 for the Warner Park ticket office. Come join us, though. Parking lot opens about uh, 3.30 today. They'll be tailgating with Omaha Parliament and gates open at 5.30. Robbie, see you tonight. Anna, see you tonight. Park as well.
1: Marty, you're the man. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon.